Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Good afternoon, everyone. 3.34 on a Monday afternoon. Welcome to the show. Hope everyone's having a relaxing Labor Day long weekend. Kimba on the Roots with you for the next two hours, live from Studio Lumo SA. All thanks to our great friends at Hyundai and the wonderful people at Balfour's who have been baking people happy since 1853. Alrighty, the AFL trade period is officially open today. Let's even put a smile on the Roots. Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch. As I say that, I look across the table. I couldn't see a more unhappy looking man. Rooch, you must be happy. Deal has to be done, Kim. It's great oh. to hear Jason Horn Francis is nominate Port Adelaide, but the deal has to be done, Kim. You don't pop champagne corks. You are the deal not is going done. to be the prophet of doom here. Just saying, the deal has to be done. It's going to be interesting how they do do the deal because I dare say we're already getting some text messages with people already saying where the limit is. They don't want a Port Adelaide player put into the mix, but I doubt that they can do the deal without one. You don't think pick eight and a future first rounder will get it done? I understand where North are at. They're realising they've got a player they can't keep, so they're going to have to play the game of poker, but if, if I was in North Melbourne's shoes, and hello, Steve. Hello, Steve out there. Yes, I'm g'day, sure Steve. Steve. I want a black good. armband for you, Steve. If I'm in North Melbourne's shoes, I'm playing as hard as I can to get Ooh. as much as I can, understanding that it is a clock ticking and, and it's in their best interest probably to move Jason Horn and Francis on as quick as they can also. Absolutely. They've got to do the best deal for themselves. We fully understand that. Did they err by taking the lad? Given what they were offered, I think Adelaide, what was it, three first-round picks or something? Yeah, uh, it was a mix of a whole heap of things. But yep. basically, it was you could pretty well say two first-round picks and a swap changing of first-round picks mm. after that. But, yeah, they probably now, if you had the benefit of hindsight, knowing what you were going to do, they should have said to Adelaide, wrap it up, here you are. They should have. But, mm. but then you've got to back yourself in as well. And David Noble, you saw what? investment David Noble put into yep. it. He went actually to Jason Horns Francis' house and explained to him why they wanted to draft him and committed to him. So, And there's a fair bit changed in his defence and even with what's happening now with Alistair Clarkson. I commend his management and Ben Williams. Um, if, he, if it was always in his heart that he wanted to go back at some stage, why not rip the Band-Aid off now? Yep. Uh, whilst their club's in somewhat turmoil, I think it's fair to say that. Mm. You know, we don't know what the future of Alistair Clarkson no, we will don't. be. So, um, and you always say, Roach, you don't get any say where you go. You get told to go to a bottom club. Uh, it's not going to be easy the next five years at North Melbourne. 
No, you hope they be. can turn it around quickly. We see the Adelaide Crows have been really diligent since they bottomed out and went bottom, but it's a, it's a long haul. And that's why every list manager and every recruiting manager has got a lot of heat on them at this time of the year. They've got to make some big calls and they've got to get them right. They don't have the benefit of hindsight like we do. But right now you'd be thinking, did North Melbourne do all its homework? Because if you look at the way the cards have played out, they should have taken Adelaide's deal and run as well, quick as possible. That's what I was leading to before, Rooch. It's Mm. easy to say it with the advantage of hindsight, but there were always a number of rumblings. Um, We're going to talk about that with Matt Rendell, what it will take to get the deal done. Matty joins us at 4 o'clock today. At 4.35, Mariana Ratchich, Adelaide Crows uh, AFLW defender. Another big occasion that... Didn't live up to it, Roach. We had the AFL Grand Final, the NRL Grand Final, and, uh, gee, it was a very one-sided affair, wasn't it? Yeah, well, one team's got a seven-year head start. And in AFLW, that seven years means a lot. It's not like when you get expansion in the AFL where you get teams made up of players who have been playing football either through senior grades in the Sandful or the Waffle mm. or have had good junior systems. This AFLW is only just starting. Now, for... For commentators like Steve Price to do a column like he did on the weekend, ripping the hell out of AFLW, saying you'd find more enjoyment watching schoolboys football, he's just not getting it. No, he doesn't have an understanding of it. I didn't read that. I'm glad I didn't. Shame on him, Steve. Silly article. But that's that's the reality, that if you were among those first teams brought in, and there's a, a group of other, Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane, they've got a head start on everyone. They're going to be the three teams that, Everyone's going to have to work to their level. And it's going to take some time, Kim. But the competition is just like in the men's as well. It's based on equality. So it'll even out But it's out not actually eventually. on equality because that's one of the good pieces that Ebony Marinoff made it last week. If you want equality, you need a national draft, not a state draft. Hmm. That's the only way. The, num- the worst team must get the best talent in Australia. Uh, look, I don't necessarily subscribe to that because there's a lot of talent around the nation. Hasn't helped Sydney. They're in their first year, Rich. But they didn't have a talent base to work from in they're New in South their, Wales. They're in their first year. They're I'm more than sure if New South Wales was... You're in one of those moods today, aren't you? You're no, in a I'm grumpy just, mood. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, and it happened with the, the Sydney Swans as well. And have a look at the players that have come out of their academy now. But the Sydney market didn't have enough depth to satisfy a Sydney team. If they had a national draft, well, they would have a different... number one draft pick came from Melbourne because yeah. she wanted to go to university she, well, she nominated, but if it, she wasn't in an open draft, was she? Reach. It's a public holiday. Right. I'm on a day off at the moment. I can tell. Are you going to be argumentative? Well, if you're not you? going to listen, I'm not, I, I don't know what to say. I am listening, but I'm just saying. I don't agree with it totally. I think it can change very quickly. Well, you need a national draft for that. Oh, now you're so invested in the women's competition. You didn't know it existed before. There's a question for you. Text coming through. Please don't ask the Roach for a likely percentage of Port Landing, Jason Horn Francis. We don't want to relive the Dunkley, Dunkley fiasco. That's from Dave. Mm. Um, do you want to, um, apart from the moo cow noise, do you want to give a percentage? Oh, I would think they're a high chance, very high chance. Right, I'll, I'll the the question Dave. is not that they're going to do the deal. It's what is going to be involved in the deal. So at this point we know it's pick eight. We know it's the future second. That's the future first for next year. Mm-hmm. What else is going to be needed to get North Melbourne to actually sign the paperwork? Uh, I would think if they're playing hardball, they desperately need players. So Miles Bergman's name gets thrown up. I think it would be a tragedy. But if the lad wants to go, and like you pointed out just before we went on air, his brother plays there, maybe he's a chance. But when Port's in the window, yeah, 
why would you want to go? And Chris Davies has made it clear. We'll hear from Chris Davies shortly. Well, he's on so, a one-year contract at Port. It's up to North now to actually make the deal so enticing for him. That's where he can get massive overs. That's right. Might get a Jared Polake deal. Yep. Hey, five o'clock, we're going to chat to John Casey, Roots, because it would be wrong if we didn't wrap up what happened at the FIBA World Championships in Sydney, where the Aussie girls, the Opals, were so brave, and the USA, guess what they did? Well, they won as they always do. <laughs> what is it that. now? What is it now? Oh, what is it, 30 games in a row and title after title after title? That's just them. It's their, it's their back, you know, it's their, it's their whole story. Seven and a half minutes, I got the first smile out of you then. Um, we'll have a chat to Case about it. The Aussies were good though, weren't they? They went down to China by two, two. goals, so yeah. they could have got right in the, the gold line. medal yep. player. And they were way too good for Canada. All righty, let's jump into it. We're live and interactive. Stack of text coming through. Uh, I better pre-read this one. Just as well I did, Rich. Steve Price is the biggest... Buffhead, you can work it out. Be creative in Australian media. There's someone that that's from Nick. He doesn't like him. Uh, come on, the Melbourne media is barracking for Port to pay big time. One idiot suggested trading Butters and Rosie might get it done. <laughs> yes, there well, will be get, some it silliness. It would get it done, but it wouldn't be what Port Adelaide will put on the table. That will never happen. Mm. Two number ones. Yeah, first I'm, round and a, a future first round. I just don't see North eagerly accepting that. As they point well, out, they had What more are they going the, to get then if they just have him just well, sitting there and they, they don't, don't roll over him. first day? No. They're going to have to stretch this out and see just how committed Port Adelaide are to doing the deal. That's, that's their right. At this point, they have possession. They're on a contract. They've got Jason Horn Francis on I, a contract. I know He's not how it run. works. I know it works. It's not going to run. I know that, Roach. I'm just offering suggestions. Right. You are grumpy today. 36 has just had a win in America. Huge for the club. See if you can get Andrew Gaze on. He was over there. Well, we could try and get Gaze. You've got an update on that, Roach. Uh, First time ever a local Australian top league team has gone to the US, beaten the Phoenix Suns 134 to 122, which is quite a result considering where Phoenix are in terms of the big time. And by all reports, uh, they, they didn't rest all their superstars. They were out there. No, yep. They played them. So there you are. They, so, they, they've made a mark, the 36ers. Let's hope it continues all the way when they come home. Well, you know what that does now? Expectation, Roach. Not a bad thing. Yeah, well, they're due, aren't they, Not to use those thing. famous words. Yeah. Uh, here's one from Lindsay. Boys, the bottom line is that Jason wants out and North will want to get what they can before his contract is up. Mm. No player would want to go to North, so a player won't be a part of it. Let the cobblers cobble. A deal will get done. Lindsay, I like it. Well, let's have a listen to someone's at the coalface. That's Chris Davies. Uh, This is when the general manager of football for Port. This is when he realised the deal with Jason Horn francis could be done. Look, over the last week or so, um, we've had some contact with with Jason's, um, you know, manager and, and also his family. So, I mean, look, things really progressed over the last, let's say, 72 hours or so. But we probably, you know, over the last week had, had contemplated whether this was going to be a deal that, that uh, you know, both Jason was willing to do and also North Melbourne. So, um, you know, it's been, been 72 hours, the, the period of time that things have certainly progressed. But... Yeah, we, we thought over the last week that there was a chance and, and we're pleased that we ended up in the position that we have today. So only over the last week. Well, if you wind back the clock, if Josh Dunkley had said yes, what mm. would have happened? Well, probably not. 
When Jack Graham is invited to Alberton, he's also told that Jason Hall Francis is about to happen. So he then decides yep. over the weekend, well, I'm not going into that frame. Uh, yeah, Talk about so sliding doors, Roach. So if there's, a, there's clearly TDS, a plan A, plan B, plan yeah. C, and it's got all the way to plan Jason Hall Francis. Which and are we allowed to say his name now? We don't have to say the born identity no, anymore. Well, we Steve, Steve's probably has to deal with it now. I'm going to see. I can't see any messages from Steve. No, I think he'll be in the fetal position. <laughs> okay. Nick says, "Is Dylan still trying to stitch up Port with Kraut? Oh, he'd be very good for you, Nick. I stand no, by that. I don't think don't think that deal is going to ever happen. No, I don't think it will. We don't know what deal will happen. He's a bit like Tom Mitchell. We'll get to that shortly. Uh, this is Chrissy Davies on where the Jason Horn Francis deal stands. Yes, I mean Jason Cripps and Brady Rawlings from from North Melbourne are uh, obviously you know, looking to work through a deal that that's good for both parties at the moment. Um, you know, not much has happened today from a um, from a trade perspective around the the competition. We've been sat in our office here waiting for a, for a bit of action to happen. It looks like it's pretty pretty quiet at the moment, but uh, I'm sure that both of those guys will work on a deal over the next period of time. We'll ask Matt Rendell what they do. He said they're just sitting around in the office twiddling their thumbs. There's two weeks of sitting at Marvel Stadium. There'd be a lot of downtime, wouldn't there? Well, the other thing that happens is the clubs also make it known to their rivals. You you might want to make a phone call to so-and-so because mm. we're looking to trade him on. Now, Pete Ryan's reporting from the age that Riley Bonner, who does have a contract at Port Adelaide, is now part of the trade talks. That if uh, someone wants to make a bid, Port are prepared to listen. Now, that puts Riley Bonner in an interesting spot as well because he has to agree, otherwise he stays at Port Adelaide. It would have to be a lot more money, wouldn't it? And Just why security as He well. doesn't have the... Yeah, yeah. long-term contract. Well, long-term, yeah. yeah, exactly. Here's the million-dollar question, Roach. I'm not sure we get a straight answer here. Chris Davies was asked today on AFL Trade Radio what he thinks is adequate compensation. I'm getting tired of saying his name already for JHF. Oh look, I mean, as I say, that's something that um, that Cripper here and and Brady will work through. You know, I certainly don't want to um, leave this conversation or any not acknowledging that um, that Jason is a is a really good player, and and ultimately the the club will be willing to to work with North Melbourne to find a, the the right trade and and the right um, outcome for both. And that's going to be interesting what that right outcome becomes because. As North has made very clear from the very beginning of this, they had more on the table from Adelaide a year ago. Oh, yeah. And, so, and uh, Richmond, was it? Was it Richmond? No, uh, there was another club that made it. Yeah, there were two. Too. It was Richmond, I think. So please correct us if we're wrong. I think it was Richmond. So two first rounds is a starting base. I'm still going to be intrigued as to what becomes the, you know, the third part of this deal that closes it. All right. Well, let's hear from, uh, what have we got to? Oh, here we go. We're trying to give you a bit of everything here mm. to keep you up to speed with things. Uh, Chris Davies was asked, could a port player be a part of the deal? Oh, look, yeah, I, mean, I guess that's that's one thing that um, that uh, North Melbourne and, and our guys will will contemplate. Um, you know, I think right now we'd be we'd be suggesting that you know, we want to add Jason to our existing group of players. Mm. So it's not something that we've um, contemplated. We, you know, we we don't want to bring Jason in and, and let. You know, other players who we think are going to be helpful for us at, at AFL level go, um, but you know, I'm sure that you know North Melbourne um, will will have a think about that, and and if the time comes, then yeah, you know, we'll have to consider it as well. But right now, you know, our preference would be to to deal from a, a draft selection capital perspective, and 
and go from there. But you never say never through this period, do you? You've got to keep your eyes open mm. to to all of the possibilities. And, and as I say, that's one thing that uh, I think you know our guys do really well. And nor should you say never because it was only a few years ago there was a young Ryan Burton in Las Vegas. Yes. He was happily based in Melbourne, happily sitting at the Hawthorne Footy Club. He had put down a deposit or even bought a place. He was, he was happily settled. And came. then comes the phone call from Alistair Clarkson. You're part of a deal. Mm. It can be brutal at times. Hey, before we go to a break, Roach, here's one for you. And Bumfluff Benny said this to me today when I came into work uh, earlier. Roach, you've been suggesting Port, Port Adelaide weren't all that keen on Joseph Horn Francis for a while, and the primary interest was from Adelaide. We all know you're an employee, so what has changed? Well, we did feel it was leaning that way, and that was mainly based on the big crack that Adelaide had yep. before. Plus, so you, some, plus some historical data about where Jason Horn France is fitted with a few things, but clearly after all the events of the past two weeks, be it Dunkley, be it whatever else, Port Adelaide, and Adelaide the didn't mix. have the room now. No, clearly not. They don't have the assets mm. to be able to do it now. Whether Port then thinks if they were trying to get into an auction at the end of next year, forget it, whether the word has changed so much about Jason Horn Francis being homesick that this was the time to strike, well, they've struck. Just on that one, another text coming through here. Clearly his reason of homesickness is garbage when he only talks to one club. No, he did talk to Adelaide. They confirmed that today. They had a chat and their response was that they respect the heritage he has with the Port Adelaide Football Mm. Club. Um, But, yeah, I've been saying for a while, Adelaide will struggle even to get young Michael Anney. In, yep. in regards to points. So there was no room no. to get a Jason Horn Francis after putting uh, it so much into Isaac mm. Rankin. Uh, we thought it may happen the following year. But, uh, look, it's great news for Port Adelaide. And can I say, Root, as a South Australian, it is great to see the best of our talent coming back to South Australia. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it I mean, is a positive story. Last week, talking to Matthew Rendell about how hard it is to get local talent home, mm. suddenly there's two of the best Yep, it is great. Great I'm trying news. to think the last time we struck that sort of gold. Well, we couldn't get period. a Kernahan back. We couldn't get a Pavlich back. There's no. been plenty well, that we couldn't. Classics, aren't there? Yeah. We had a lot to get through, Roach. You're up and about now. You're smiling a lot more. I thought you'd be grumpy early. I think you're the grumpy one. Why am I allowed to be? <laughs> a Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Nearly 3.56. We're here thanks to Balfour's. Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. And Hyundai, the Tucson Turbo Diesel, it is in stock now. I thought it may be a little quiet today being a public holiday, Roots, but uh, the correspondent is coming through thick and fast. Uh, This one says, please don't say my name, and we won't, but we know who you are. Uh, He sent this through on the 31st of August uh, and it said, without reading my name, I can tell you Jason Horn Francis will be in South Australia very, very, very quickly. Get it done, Port. So that was only a month or so ago. We thought he was going to sit out that last year of his contract, try and play some decent footy, get a bit of currency. Um, Yeah, but the the landscape changes quickly in this game, doesn't oh, it? Oh, does it? What, Roach? Ask just, as we said before, just ask Ryan Burton how quickly things can change. What about this one? I can't believe the sooking from Victorian clubs about homesick, but it's fine the other way. That's from Darren. Yes, it's always convenient when you want to win an argument. Can't wait until Tassie gets going after one season living down there. 
they will be busting to come home. Send North there now. Oh, Nick. Oh, I don't I haven't. Or Steve, Steve Steve's might be still in. trying to cope with Jason I've, on France. We don't need the North Melbourne Tasmania debate again. Uh, no, I've, I haven't. I no, don't know if Steve's message yet. There's that many texts. He might be having a day of mourning. Um, afternoon, guys. Uh, should Crows have a go at Paddy Dow? That's James from Woodcroft. His name comes up a bit. I don't think the Crows are going to do very much at all. I think I said this, what was it, a week ago, Rich? Close uh, the Rankin deal, which is going along nicely yep. from what we hear. And then... Move on to the draft. All right. Let's see if this, this news has put a smile on one of our regulars, Ange from Croydon. Hello, Ange. Good afternoon, boys. I uh, hope you're both well. We are. Um, yeah. It's, it's, um, I can't say it was a shock, but it's good to hear that he's, uh, he's requested Port Adelaide. So I was in a taxi about uh, late July, early August, and I don't know where you guys get your mail from, but I got mine from a taxi driver, <laughs> and he said to me... He said, he said that, um, guarantee you, Jason Horn Francis will be at Port Adelaide next year. Now, he was adamant, absolutely. Mm. But I, I just took it, you know, well, I didn't really believe him. Not that I didn't believe him, I just thought that yeah, it would be hard to do. But he was adamant. So now, and he had a really, he reckons he had a really reliable source. So that was interesting. But what I want to talk about is that you know, the North Melbourne supporters, I understand how they feel because when Sean Burgoyne, left mm. Port Adelaide, mm. I was just devastated. Absolutely devastated. And we're talking about a premiership player who had played 100... About, what did he play at Port Adelaide? 160 games, I reckon? Was um, no, I think it was only know. 110 in the end. And a South yeah. Aussie, though. 100, yeah, so 110, whatever, over well over 100. You know, we're talking about premiership superstar, yeah. right? Um, you know, to think the way he played in that prelim final as well, he, he pretty much saved us, to, you know, um, so, you know, people are upset and devastated about uh, Jason Horn Francis. He only had a year at um, at North Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Let's face it; he looks like a, a he looks like an absolute champion. He's going to be a really great player. But we don't know. Whereas Sean Burgoyne, he was established. Mm-hmm. We knew what he was like. We knew what we were losing at Port Adelaide. You know. I think um, anyone so, that gets a high draft pick would like to get a, a more than one year out of them, stating the obvious. And you look with Adelaide, at least they got eight years out of Paddy Dangerfield. Yeah. Um, yeah, one's a hard, is a bit of pill to swallow, but and, and the club may argue. have themselves to blame, Rich. Like you said, they've oh. been in turmoil. But even the argument now that there ought to be contracts for first round draftees taken to four years, that doesn't change Isaac Rankin. He's done his four well, years. He's done four. So. So all I don't subscribe to four, three. I think is fair enough. Yeah, I think the players' association's debating four, aren't they? Really? I think three reasonable. But four, it, what's going to change? Four's like a restraint of trade. <laughs> what's going to change? In the end, Isaac Rankin's done his four mm. years at Gold Coast and still slips out. So hey, good on you, Ange. Appreciate that call. You, you might like this Thanks, one. Boys. Stay there. Get a response from you. Here's a text came through. Someone being a bit clever. Don't let Horn Francis distract you from the following facts. Port have lost AFLW showdowns by an average of 10 goals. Port have never <laughs> kicked a goal in the AFLW <laughs> showdown. Oh, uh, dearie, dearie. A little bit very of humour. Good. good on you, Ange. Have a good day. <laughs> very good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yes, a little bit of humour there, Rooch. Oh, here's Mario. Hold your hat. Uh, a brown paper bag filled with Roochie's cash should seal the deal. Oh, that's the way North Melbourne used to do it. That's right. Yes, like famous Jordan. brown paper bags. Yes, on many a place. Doug Wade, Malcolm Blight. A few, a few got the brown paper oh, bags. I tell you what. 
Wouldn't it be good, Rooch? I know you live in that world, but <laughs> oh, all right, four o'clock. He's up and about the Rooch now. He was in a slumber before. Uh, Matty Rendell coming up next. If you've got Ooh. any questions, send the text through. I'm still Afternoon. If you're having a long weekend, I hope it's been enjoyable. If you're driving back from a little holiday, take it easy on the roads. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Time for a trade radio update for CMC Markets. Trade your way with CMC Markets. Visit cmcmarkets.com. It's been a damn busy day, and a man that's in the middle of it all is Matty Rendell. Hello, Matthew. Uh, Kimbay Ruth, how's it going, fellas? Yeah, were you blindsided with the announcement yesterday with Jason Horn Francis? Mm. Yeah, I was a bit. Mm. Um, look, um, really interesting, wasn't it, that um, Jack Graham uh, decided to start Richmond and then yeah. the next day, uh, I think yeah. that was Saturday, next day, mm-hmm. uh, Horn Francis. So they interviewed, obviously, both of them um, last week, and I, th- I would have thought, Port thought, well, it's going to be Jack Graham, and maybe, you know, we interview. Horn Francis, but it'll be next year. <laughs> and no, but they, said, oh, Jack Graham's saying he was, told, he was told that Horn Francis was on the cards. Yeah, but that was last week. Oh, really? Yeah. Last yeah, week. Well, well, that's when, that's, that's yeah. what Matthew's well, making the point. Jack about. Graham must have been sitting there going, well, how are they going to yeah, get me exactly. done? <laughs> Horn Francis. So yeah. you know, I, better Matty, go, I, I better go back to Richmond. What yeah. would have happened then if they'd got just Josh Dunkley the week before that or two weeks before? Well, then it wouldn't have happened. Well, yeah, well, the deal wouldn't have got... You would have wanted to pull out of that, wouldn't you? If uh, if that's the case, but it doesn't sound like the uh, Dunkley thing was realistic. Roach, you probably know more there. Oh no, it was it genuinely was realistic. Yeah. They, it's, it was okay. So I was out. Matthew, was I can tell you, I, I came back from Adelaide oh. one Thursday, and I told Kim they are so mm. confident at Port Adelaide that. Oh really? His, his name's okay. on the whiteboard already. Off off air. Okay. Off yeah. air. He went one hundred percent. I said, I think you should leave yourself some wiggle room. So he came on air and said ninety five percent, and now he's known as Mister ninety five percent. No, they were they were very well, very confident, Matt. So yeah, you're right. Well, so well, you can see how the cards are played here. Dunkley mm. doesn't happen. Yeah, Jack Graham, I'm really surprised. They invite yeah, into I'm town, and then they tell him as well. Look, we're talking to Jason yeah. Hall Francis. I'm really surprised how long it, how long it. Took him to speak to Horn Francis after all the kerfuffle during the year. I'm, I'm, that really surprised me. I thought they would have spoken to him ages ago. So, you know, when the season finished, oh, we all like a was, month ago. Yeah, mm. We thought that it all died down what with Alistair it? Clarkson arriving and maybe yeah, now it's really exactly. head again. You still would have asked the question a month ago as soon as they finished playing, wouldn't you? Well, do, do we, this for us. What What's we, it take to get the deal done? Well, um, obviously the pick eight goes out. Yeah. Um, Look, I think it's also their next year's first round. Yep. Um, now, it's a, it's interesting. Well, put it this way, sorry. The first thing I should say, if I'm north, is after Horn Francis told us that he wants to go back to Adelaide, I would have taken 10 seconds to ring Todd Marshall's manager and Ooh. find out where he sits. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm tipping he's probably on 400 maybe routes. Uh, Maybe 400? Probably, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. I don't know. How long's he got to go on his contract? Two years to go, I think. And he wouldn't have signed on huge said, well, dollars. I said, I'll give you six years at 700. Ooh. There you go. That's what Ooh. I would have gone to his mouth. That's what I would have done. if Because he's actually a player North desperately need. Mm. 
Um, Gee, that's, look, a, that's a deal of a lifetime considering uh, what he's gone through. Exactly. To be exactly. considered a six-year yeah, player I, I, worth I, seven. I, I you, very, you have to understand his family background as well. That would be... Yeah, I know, yeah. I know what happened. It's very yeah. sad, extremely sad. But And he's, an, he's a Murray Bush Ranger. He's not a Melbourne person. Mm, yeah. um, and I don't know about other siblings or other family um, there. So I'm just... I'm just surmising and saying that's if I was North, that's what I would have done to see whether he is gettable in a trade uh, makes a lot of sense for North because they're desperate for a key forward. Um, he's not really going home. He's not going to Melbourne. Is not home for him. Obviously, the country is so. Um, other than that, so the second round next year is really interesting because uh, I expect Port to go back into the top four next year. So. Mm. Uh, that pick will be between 14 and 18, which is probably a bit too low yep. for for the first round. So I would be thinking that I would do a deal where, uh, okay, we'll take your first round next year, but anything outside of 10, you've got to throw in a second rounder for us as well. Well, what about the fact, At, Matty, that the Kangaroos need players? Well, they're getting they're getting Tucker and Logue from... Uh, from Fremantle, so they're getting two players. But what about Bergman? But, His brother plays there. Um, they don't need Bergman. They've got eight million midfielders and <laughs> and some wingers. They, <laughs> they don't. They don't need Bergman. They're desperate for. They're desperate for a marshal. Sorry, I, for, I forgot. I forgot. Sonia Hood said they had a very good list. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not denigrating Bergman. I really yeah. like him as a player, but they just don't need him. Well, that's good. They're loaded Port. up. Hey, can we really do something really great here? Can we get Ben Mackay into this as well and solve Port's defensive issues? Let's do a super deal here. <laughs> Let's really load well, everything up on this one. There, hey, Matthew. just on that, though, well, talking of tall defenders for Port, you might be able to both help here, but Asava Radagalia. Out it, of the running, according to John. That Geelong. was really lateral thinking. That yeah. was a great... Well, he great, met with uh, Radagalia yeah. for who? For Port. They had a chat to him. No, well, 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 if I was Collingwood, I'd be going uh, Oliver Henry for Radical Air. I'd be oh, doing a straight swap. Okay. Well, it's They're a... desperate for another key forward, yeah. back-up ruck, yeah. and he's ready to go. He just can't get in that team, obviously. They don't want to let him got go, too much firepower. They don't so, want to so Andrew Mackey at Geelong's well, today made it very clear that Radical Air is to stay at Geelong. Well, that's their position today. And, and just I quickly, Matty, a, I know you've been doing it, yeah. but just for yeah. the audience, it was about an hour ago that uh, Ollie Henry has requested a trade to Geelong. Yeah which we, we thought may happen. And, uh, geez, a talent. They're just getting stronger. He's a real talent. He's got, got some Stevie J uh, stuff about him, I reckon. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a great get by them. Uh, that's what I'll, I'll be pushing the Radigalea line if I'm Collingwood because they desperately need someone like Radigalea in their forward line. Here's a couple of questions coming through for you, Matty. You're a very mm. popular man. Hi, Matt. How about some pace coming into the Crows in the form of Paddy Dow? That's from Nick. Yeah, don't mind that. Paddy Dow, if he's looking for a home, that's uh, well. If Ch- Chase Jones plays on the wing, he's got pace. Uh, Rankin, real pace. He's going to play hopefully half forward, uh, half on the forward line, half in, on ball. So they've got a couple there around the ball. Uh, Miller, uh, probably got, he's got more pace than most. And I think Schoenberg uh, can break lines and run straight. Um, I don't know enough about Cook and Pedler. I don't think they have the pace, but. I do like Dow. Uh, they think he doesn't kick it well enough, but um, I would uh, I would go after him. He could easily slot in on the wing or, in, or through the midfield. 
You know yourself how fluid you have to be when you're in this list management caper. Yeah. Uh, here's a text that's come through. It says, um, good afternoon, gentlemen. Last week you all mentioned that the Crows were planning to bring Jason Horn francis in for 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would be the next big-bodied mid or contingency plan that they will be targeting? And when in lieu... Uh, in lieu of missing out on Jason Horn Francis. That's David from Windsor Gardens. Now, we were talking about the fact that, Roach, well, you came across the news that they were going to pay front end his contract, uh, Isaac Rankin, $1.5 million, so they could have a crack at Horn Francis. So what's Adelaide's plan B? Mm. Well, I I don't know what their plan B is. Um, I've actually done a list there, but I haven't got it in front of me. of um, Who are the young, big-bodied mids... um, Mm. That um, well, Richmond's you know, grabbed Richmond's grabbed Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I'm talking. I'm talking even younger. I'm talking like 22 and under. Um, so <clears throat> the bloke, I think I mentioned to him earlier in the year, but he's he's a he's a Melbourne boy, and so highly unlikely. But he's a GWS Connor Stone. I really like. You'll see a lot of him this year. Yep. Uh, the other one, they've got two actually. So that's why they're happy to let Torino and Hopper go. They've got Finn Callahan. And Connor Stone, I reckon they're both going to be stars. They'll slot straight into their midfield. So they're not particularly perturbed about losing them. Um, but, you know, there's not a lot about. That's why they get paid the highest amount of money. You know, you're dangerous with five, dusty, um, bond, the likes. That's why they get the most money at the footy club. Uh, Pendles as well. You know, Pendles is a 190. Yeah. Uh, different type of player, but um, that's why they get paid the most. Because they, they can go forward, they kick goals, and they set up stuff. I was standing alongside Paddy Cripps at a function grand final week. Paddy Cripps, another one. Oh, huge, he's a huge, bigger than you. <laughs> um, he's 195. Hey, I'm going to give you one left field. I was just noticing with all the best and fairest that were happening around the nation that uh, mm. Will Gould, Adelaide copped a bit of heat for not taking him. He's been up there three or four years with Sydney. I said, what are you laughing at, Ruth? Well, his name gets mentioned every I know. year. He won the, he won the VFL yeah, Best and yeah, Ferris, yeah. but he's just not tall yeah, enough yeah. for a key position, is he? And quick enough to... No, he's a, he's a third tall defender, um, and they've got the McCartans playing there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's just tough for him to get in. And McCartans look like they're going to play there for another seven or eight years. <laughs> he should look to come back. I know, uh, but, but... but Adelaide have got a welter of... Third tall, exactly. so and, and, and Dawson, and so to Paul. So uh, maybe he's better off going to a, another club other than the Adelaide clubs because they, they just they really sort of don't need him unless uh, maybe maybe a, a Port Adelaide and he takes Jonas's spot there in a couple of years' time mm. because uh, what's he thirty one, yeah. rising thirty two. Maybe he's got a year, maybe two tops. Yeah, so as the wheel turn, Matthew, now that we talked about last week about how tough it was to get South Australians back into Adelaide, yeah. now we've got Isaac Rankin, yep. Jason Horn Francis, like Kim said when we started the show, that is two elite members of South Australian junior yep. football it's great. who are now going to play, all going well with the trades, for Adelaide yep. and Port Adelaide next year. Oh, it's great. And, and I'll encourage others as well uh, that might want to come back. So... What the, what they see in the Crows is they look really happy, the Crows, the players. Yeah, yeah, players yep. players want to go to clubs where they think, God, they've got a good culture there. Look at how happy these blokes are. So Collingwood are fielding offices left, right and centre. They can't fit them all in, all the players who want to go to Collingwood. Okay. Um, there's, there's, so every team that looks like they're really, really enjoying their footy, players want to go to. So 
the Crows uh, on Port didn't look like they were enjoying it too much at the start of the year, but they come to play every most weeks, mm. Port, and they look like they're a happy team. So are, and so are the Crows. So uh, Crows could become a destination club if they continue on the spiral upwards that I see them, you know, you know, having next year. I, I think they can make the eight, and um, uh, I know I said that this year, but it was a yeah. bit of a bit of fun this year. But no, um, it wasn't. You were I serious. Think, I think they're genuine can make the eight next year with Rankin yeah. in there and uh, Sloan back. So that you get Sloan and Rankin into that team. That's a very, very good lineup, especially with the improvement of Fogarty. I mean, he could be one of the out and out stars next year, Fogarty, in that team. Six in the um, best and fairest. Hey, Matty, we've got to go to yeah. a break or we get in the fertiliser. Yeah. Uh, it's a great text. We'll take it as a statement, though, from Lockie just sent through. Next year. In terms of players coming back to South Australia, it has to be Dylan Stevens, Will Day, or Sammy Draper. I think either club would be happy to have all three. Hey, good on you, Matty. I oh, know yeah, it's absolutely. busy. You're earning your money this time of the year. We really appreciate the chat. Okay. Thanks very much, fellas. Speak to you tomorrow. Matty Rendell. Got to go to a break, Roots. A lot of really good texts coming through. We'll get to those shortly. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 421, we're here thanks to our good friends at Hyundai. The Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. Mariana Ratchich coming up at uh, 4.30. John Casey at 5 o'clock. Looking forward to those chats. And a stack of texts coming through. Uh, Rich, I just want to read this one before we go to breaking news from Richmond. This one says, Boys, let Matt speak! Exclamation mark. Stop talking over the top of him! Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Now, honestly, we get that. But with Matt... Be like John Casey, once they start, if we don't jump in, we can't read out the text that people have made the effort to uh, to send through. And all the questions that we have, which usually we would take half an hour with Matt during usual time, but we've only got 10 minutes while Trade Radio's on, so yeah. we're trying to cram it all in. No, but we, we do get it, that. but uh, Matty can bump the gums, as we all can, <laughs> yes. and we have to jump in sometimes. Yes. Roach, Richmond. Well, GWS has been busy. They've moved on Bobby Hill to Collingwood, and now they've moved on Tim Taranto to... No, no, Richmond. Bobby Hill came from GWS. I'm saying GWS are moving on players. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. Right. Now they've moved on Tim Taranto to Richmond for picks 12 and 19. So that means the GWS are stockpiling great draft picks because they've now got three 12 and 19 this year. They've got a future second out of Collingwood for Bobby Hill. Thing is, who are they going to get for all these picks mm. and are they going to be able to hold them? Because this has been the story of GWS since they began. They get great talent and then they watch it. Once it's nurtured, move on elsewhere. They watch them play grand final day for another <laughs> team. G'day, Jeremy. Oh, dear. Uh, Hopper will take a little bit longer. Yes, he has, because he has one year of his contract uh, remaining. Yes. All right, a few other texts coming through. Matt Rendell. You are dreaming if you think Todd Marshall is going to be used in the Jason Horn francis deal. Funniest thing I've ever heard. No. To, today's extremely happy at Port Adelaide Football Club and living in Adelaide. No, I, th- I think whoever sent that text is mishearing what Matthew yep. read. We've asked, well, what does North Melbourne do? And he's quite right. North Melbourne go into those talks saying, you're taking Jason Horn francis mm. a player we invested in the saw as a generational player to be here for 10 years, 200 games. We if we've got a three, hole, three first exactly. Rounders. If we've got a hole now in our plans, we're looking at your list 
Let's do it. And, mm. you know, we can throw all sorts of names here, but the way in which Matt Randell explained it, this is what North Melbourne needs, this is what Port Adelaide has. North Melbourne's got every right to go into those talks and say, we want to have a chat with Todd Marshall. Yeah, I, no. I see where Matt's coming from. I thought that. it was actually a touch of brilliance. I understand what this person is saying. I couldn't imagine Todd Marshall would no, ever leave. The but I can understand clubs. North Melbourne asking the question. It, it's savvy. But I'm a bit confused. Eight million midfielders they've got. <laughs> Eight million. Well, didn't you listen to Simon? Eight million. <laughs> uh, here's another one That's we're talking about. Rotation. Crow's plan B. I can remember we were doing the draft, was it two years ago or three years? I get confused, Rooch. And uh, I was a big fan for Elijah Hollands. Yeah. Um, uh, someone saying that he should be Crow's plan B. He's had a few injuries. Hasn't okay. kicked on as quick. Uh, we need to go to another break. Oh, see, all these texts, these are the ones we can't get to, Matt. At times. Hi, Matt. Apart from Rankin, Crows are barely doing anything in the trade. Should the Crows be trading their list manager? Oh, well, <laughs> he would have liked that one. Um, I did say two weeks ago, Roach, that this will be it. They're investing in the players they've got. You can't yep. bring young players in after two or three years, move them out. You've got to give them a chance to blossom. And they need to keep going to the draft as well. And they're the younger side at the moment. Yep. So, But Dawson last year, tick. Yep. Isaac Rankin hopefully will be a tick. Big tick. Phil Thorpe into his third year. Fogarty developing. Jordan Butts has already proved himself. Um, so I'll be intrigued what the plan B for next year is now. So will I. they're going to have a heap of cash. Something will appear, Roach. Yeah. All right, we need to go to a break. It's 4.25. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach. Timing's everything, Kim. Are you right there? Have you plugged yourself in? No, well, my uh, headphones. Why did you do that? My, I don't know. Did you just twist and it came out with you? Yeah, it all got knotted up and I went to um, put my headset back on and <laughs> pulled the plug out, Roach. Oh, that geez. was your moment to shine. Uh, no, uh, I wouldn't take it from you. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it. Believe me. Uh, uh. Let's hear from uh, Brady Rawlings, the general manager of football. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just me. I know they live in a tough world, these people, but... This would have been a tough conversation. Ben Williams just ringing up, knowing what they invested. Yes, you've gone from being kicked pillar and post. You appoint Alistair Clarkson as your new coach. You think everything's going to be terrific. Then you get a Hawthorne investigation turning everything upside down, and now you're losing your number one draft pick. Yes, well, this is oh, Brady Rawlings on how the Horn Francis request came about. You know, probably got to end the last week and um, no trade requests had come through for any of our players. So given it got to that stage, we, we felt like, um, you know, I'd retained all our players who were keen to retain. But, um, yeah, late in the week, it, um, you know, the discussion came through and the request came through. And, um, you know, first day of trade period today, so we've got, got 10 days to work through it um, with both Adelaide clubs and, and, and see how we go. No, just one Adelaide club. That is brutal. They would have done that by a reason, I think. We've tried to get Ben Williams on, Jason's uh, manager. Yeah, but it'd be good to get a timeline here, Kim, because if Port was so deeply into Josh Dunkley and didn't get an answer until that weekend of the preliminary finals, because we can't imagine they would have done Dunkley and Horn Francis in no, one No, well, trade Chris Davies said we that, and he spoke last do it. week. So you think Port Adelaide is sitting there by that weekend of... The grand final, saying, okay. what are our options? Jack Graham's playing B. Jack Graham's an option. 
They bring, but when they brought Jack Graham, they told him, we're going to talk to Jason or Francis. Yeah, but that was last week. Yes. Yeah, and it was a week ago. Chris that Davies last said week, that. Yeah, so yeah. they planned this all through last week. So Jack Graham happened Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Well, you've got to keep all your options open, Absolutely. Though, don't you? You don't know how it's going to unfold. All oh, very interesting things that always just sliding door moments, eh? Hey? Yep. Josh Dunkley says yes. What happens then? Well, you wouldn't have had Jason Horn Francis. We've got to go to the news, Roach, and I know you're looking forward to talking about AFLW Showdown 1. We're going to do that. I enjoyed the event. It was good. What was the official crowd? 21,252. Where's all the walk-ins then? They were pre-sold. They had 21 Yeah, but bear in mind, some of those memberships are pre-sold, right? So there's 4,000, 5,000 membership tickets already sold. Mm. People don't turn up. Mariana Ratchich coming up next. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.